The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Do you really know the connection between your teeth and the rest of your health? Did you know that problems in your body can affect your teeth and vice versa? If you have silver fillings, what could they be doing to present a toxic environment to your system? Welcome to the Tooth Body Connection with Dr. Don Ewing. In this program, you'll learn about precautions and safe practices in order to keep your teeth and the rest of your body at safe and healthy levels of life. Now, here is Dr. Don Ewing. I'm Dr. Dawn Ewing. I'm the Executive Director of the International Academy of Biological Dentistry and Medicine. That's a group of dentists and physicians that understand that the teeth and the body are connected. This week, we wanted to dedicate an entire show to all the wonderful people who've been sending us emails asking questions. If you've been listening to the show, I try really hard when there's either uh, a word that somebody might not understand or a concept that's new to make sure and go back over that concept or that word. But a couple of people have emailed us and asked some specific questions about how we could go back over that again. So I've got my trusty sidekick, Toby, here. Howdy. And he's going to help us out, and we're going to try to get as many of these. We've gotten lots of responses from people all over the world. I had no idea that when we started this, our show would reach to some of you in China, other parts of Asia, the Philippines, all the way to Scandinavia. So it's quite an honor. And actually, part of my problem is I I can't find dentists for all of you. But we're trying desperately to connect as many people as we can with different dentists that really understand these concepts. So, Toby, tell us what our first question is. <laughs> Make it sound like <laughs> some of our older listeners would recognize uh, um, the Groucho Marx show. <laughs> but, okay, tell, <laughs> you crack me up, Doc. We reach... All places, including the state of Texas, which is where we hail from. So let's start off with the elephant in the room here, the big question. Uh, this comes from Bob in North Dakota. I didn't know they even had electricity there, Bob, but maybe <laughs> anyway. <laughs> My dentist says there is nothing wrong with mercury fillings. Is he a quack? Is mercury quackery dentistry? That's the elephant in the room. We talk about it every week. So let's just hit the ground running with that. Okay, well, Bob, thank you. That's a great question. Um, You know, it is interesting that in several different countries, and for listeners that are like in Germany, you don't get mercury fillings placed in your mouth. We do here in the United States. It is still the standard of care. The American Dental Association owns the patent on amalgam fillings. And so there's a little bit of a financial interest there. I was... uh, particularly interested that when I went to the Philippines to lecture that they had just passed ruling that you couldn't have mercury thermometers in a physician's office 
or any mercury in a sphygma manometer, which is a fancy word for a blood pressure cuff. And yet they didn't realize that there was still 50% mercury in those amalgams. So no, Bob, it's not quackery. It's heavy metal toxicity. Not only are you being poisoned, but the staff is being poisoned. The environment is being poisoned by the dental office and the poor sad dentist himself. So let's all say a moment of silence for the poor (laughs) dentist that's mercury toxic. You know, there's a movie coming out that is called Evidence of Harm, and it should be coming out really soon. Um, We've been participating in making this movie along with a couple of other organizations. It originally had a different name called You Put What in My Mouth? And then they decided to change the name to Evidence of Harm. And I'm going to encourage listeners to make sure and watch that movie. It's a little bit long, but it gives some very good science-based information about mercury being a toxin. Mercury is a known neurotoxin. Known. They years ago had to take it out of contact solution because it caused problems for people's eyes. Slowly but surely, it's being taken out of everything. In certain countries, you're allowed to place a small number of amalgams in a child under the age of 12, and they cap that number, and they discourage you placing any amalgams in a woman that's pregnant. Why would they take those precautions if, in fact, there's not a problem? Go on the ADA website, and you'll find out that the ADA themselves say, oh, and if you were going to have your amalgams taken out, you probably want to see somebody who follows some kind of a protocol because when you put a drill to this, it has a tendency to create a mercury vapor, which could get into the water supply, and we hate three-eyed fish. So now there's a you know controversy about having mercury separators on the office to take the mercury out of the dental office because the EPA has just realized an aha moment that dental offices are polluters of mercury in the environment. And so as we speak, the EPA is coming down the pipeline, making dental offices register, at least here in the United States, as mercury polluters, and uh, they'll have a cap as to how much they're allowed to pollute. So that means that they'll have to put mercury separators on their office. So, Bob, I hope that answers your questions. There is tons of good information I, I recognize that you can get bad information on a internet search as well, but there are lots of good peer-reviewed journaled articles. Go to our website, www.iabdm.org, and we have a library there that you can um, look at things for free, read the articles, and do the investigating for yourself. You mentioned uh, amalgam. Define amalgam. An amalgam is uh, a compilation of things put together so you can amalgamate different things. But in this case, an amalgam is a mercury filling that's mixed with silver and tin and copper. And of course, it's 50% mercury. So when your dentist says that he placed a silver filling, if it's 50% of something and you were buying it in a grocery store, then we'd have to say this is mercury cornflakes. You know, I have to list that as the number one ingredient. You'd have to say that's what it is. But in a mercury amalgam, we don't call it a mercury silver filling. It's, it's a mercury amalgam. So I hope that explains that. But good question. 
Uh, this goes along with another email that we'd gotten. A guy writes and he says, my regular, in quotation marks, and for our radio listeners, I'm doing the radio quotation marks here. <laughs> my regular dentist says he can remove my gray fillings. So any dentist can safely remove uh, you know, that's fillings? A, that is so true. He can. He absolutely can. He has a license to be able to do that. He learned that in dental school. He sure can. Now, can he do it safely? Can he do it where you don't get a huge hit of mercury? I get back to Tom McGuire, and you can Google this on uh, YouTube. Tom McGuire did a little video when we were actually doing a presentation. And what he did was he took a tooth that had been extracted, and he measured with the Jerome Mercury Vapor Sniffer the amount of mercury coming off of that filling. And it was really small. If I remember right, it was like 0.06 micrograms per cubic liter. And then... He took a toothbrush and went over the top of that tooth, and that reading went over 200. So if our government says that it's safe between 50 and 75, and all of a sudden brushing over the top of a tooth makes that reading go to 200, imagine how high that reading goes when a dentist puts a drill to that. So if your dentist does not have a nose piece on you, if he doesn't have a rubber dam, if he's not taking the precautions that we advise for himself, then everybody is getting a huge dose of mercury vapor. Now, I want to make sure and clarify this. You could break. This would be stupid. Please do not do this at home. That's the disclaimer. (laughs) Don't try this at home, kids. That's right. Don't break a mercury thermometer and swallow it. Not only would the glass get you, but it'd be a huge dose of mercury. But do you know that if you did that and you swallowed that mercury that came out of that thermometer, your body would pass 80% of that and you'd only absorb 20%. And yet the mercury vapor, which is the most hazardous form and easily absorbed into the body, when you're dealing with mercury vapor, your body absorbs 80% and only excretes 20%. So it's the exact flip. So it's more dangerous for you to have your gray (laughs) mercury amalgams removed by a dentist that does not follow protocols. So we have a whole show on what those protocols are. And if you don't know what those protocols are and you can't listen for some reason, you can go to our website or you can go to my website, drdawn.net, and I've got lists of questions in order for you to find a dentist that follows the protocols. And I've got the answers for what you expect to hear from that office. Okay, I'm curious now. What color would your poop be if you pass 80% of the mercury? Oh, probably shiny silvers. So. <laughs> <laughs> would it glow in the dark? I don't All right, know. moving right along into the important stuff. So, what we're getting at is we're talking about biological dentistry. So, what differentiates a biological dentist with a, as this guy said, regular or what we would call a conventional dentist? A conventional dentist and a biological dentist all go to similar dental schools. The dental schools have, you know, certain criteria that they have to meet in order to be able to do a crown and inlay, uh, take care of fillings, do orthodontics, all that kind of stuff. A biological dentist understands that some of the materials that are placed in your mouth are, are not necessarily as good as what God gave you that some of those materials could be toxic, that some people are allergic to different materials and that they have to be handled in a different way. They understand that some people are sensitive to smells, so they try really hard not to have perfumes or colognes in their office. They understand 
that the tooth is, is connected to a meridian or an organ system, that uh, a root canal might not be the healthiest option for someone having something breaking down and dying in their body, this taxidermy tooth that's in there. So a biological dentist would have different equipment in their office. So even though your dentist may be well-intentioned and may say, hey, you know what, I'll use your insurance and I'll change out those gray mercury amalgam fillings and put in white ones for you and I'll just use your insurance in order to be able to do that, you can guarantee that he's not going to be able to provide that service at the same level that a biological dentist would. And so I do appreciate when people ask, what's the difference? Even a, a, a dentist, when they say, you know, what would I have to do, becomes overwhelmed when they see a biological dental office and they have to take baby steps in order to be able to transform their office. They just can't do it overnight. It's too much equipment. It's too much to learn. It's too expensive for them. And that cost has to be passed on to someone. Okay, speaking of cost, how much of this is insurance billable? Oh, gosh, that's a, you just opened up a whole can of worms. So if I have insurance and it tells me that it pays for 80% of minor work, that means that it will pay for 80% of another mercury amalgam to be placed. It won't necessarily pay for 80% of a composite restoration to be placed in that back tooth. And they have a clause in there, usual and customary. So when you're talking about biological dentistry, I'm, I'm going to ask you if you had a kitchen countertop and you wanted it replaced and you're asking me for a bid. And what you want is, is grade 10 granite. And yet I give you a bid for Formica. We're not talking, we're not comparing apples to apples. So in biological dentistry, the materials that are used are much higher quality and the person has to go through a lot of training. So I'd love to pick this up when we come back from a break, but we're going to have to take a break in order to get our commercials in here. So we'll be right back. Technology is changing the way we live our lives and how we do business. On CIO Talk Radio, we talk about the benefits of technology and the great things it allows us to do, as well as its risks. Heard every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Pacific, Sunjo Gall interviews business leaders and other experts that are shaping the way we use technology. To learn more about this show, visit www.ciotalkradio.com. Keep up with the changing world of technology and listen to CIO Talk Radio with Sunjo Gall. Listen in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Pacific, right here on Voice America Business. The largest syndicated alternative health talk program has come to the Voice America Network. The Dr. Bob Martin Show is the program that will answer your health questions and help you to heal your own body of many different ailments. Each week, you'll hear the answers that Dr. Bob gives to his callers that help them to be their own doctor most of the time. We'll also discuss developments on the health care front and what you need to do to keep your body in top form. The Dr. Bob Martin Show airs Wednesday mornings at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. We are bombarded daily with information about beauty products and anti-aging treatments. Do you know how they have been tested? Are they truly going to make a change or just take the change out of your pocket? Tune in to Shelly's Show & Tell with host Shelly Hancock. We'll bring you the top-rated skincare products and treatments 
tested by Real Transformation Skin Care Centers, will motivate you to make the best changes. Listen Mondays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to the Tooth Body Connection. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Dr. Don at drdon.net. That's drdon at drdon.net. Now, back to the Tooth Body Connection. Okay, I'm Dr. Dawn Ewing, and when we left, we were talking about the cost of biological dentistry. Now, I want to tell you from my standpoint, and Toby, you can vouch for this, um, I maintain several different licenses, and because I have those different licenses, I have to get continuing education for each one of those licenses. Uh, If you're not in a world where you have to get continuing education, you wouldn't have an idea of what this costs. But a lot of practitioners, in order to get their continuing education, have to give up a day of work. So you've got to figure that into what your cost is. And then you have to get an airplane ticket somewhere. Even if you're not taking your spouse, you've got to get a hotel room, maybe a taxi, depending on where you are. I know several times we've had to get a taxi. It's been $60 one way uh, from the airport to the hotel where the continuing education is going to be. And then you have the cost of the course. And those courses can vary anywhere from $800 to $5,000 for a weekend course for you to be able to get your continuing education. And then it's done in little groups so they say, okay, this continuing education was about drugs. You had to have five hours in this category, and then this category was on bite, and now you have to have a category on CPR. So it becomes incredibly expensive to do some of these alternative courses because they're the ones that really lean more towards the $5,000 uh, per weekend course. Somebody has to pick up that cost. So a biological dentist is not going to a conference like most dentists do, where they check in, they take their assistant with them, they leave and go play golf, and their assistant gets the code for the course. Now, that is what happens, unfortunately, a lot of the time. They, they're not interested in the class they're taking, so there's no reason. But in the alternative world, these guys show up for their courses early, they stay late, They talk to the instructors during lunch. They can't get enough of it because they're truly interested in learning things that better people's health. And so when we're talking about this filling and you're trying to compare what a regular dentist can provide, and I'm just going to make up numbers. Let's say that a white filling, a composite filling at a traditional dental office is going to cost $150. Again, I just made this number up. And that you're going to go to a biological office and they're quoting you $450 for the same filling and you're going, what? I don't understand that. Okay, there's a lot to consider. They have in a biological office, probably special lighting. They have spectrum, full spectrum lighting in there. They've got a special uh, suction in the room and a mercury collector to take mercury out of the air. So you just sitting in that office is safer than you sitting in another office. They've got special masks that they have to wear. They have disposables that they have to throw out that sometimes other offices try to clean and reuse. In a biological office, again, they're trying to, um, you know, 
go a cut above. They do all the the requirements that are required for uh, a dentist, but they take it to a different level. So when we're even talking about sterilizing things, the the solutions that they use may be greener or they might be safer instead of using traditional chemicals because some of the people coming in a dental office have multiple chemical sensitivities. And, and so they have to be in a safe environment. Gosh, I remember a lady that came in years ago and she stopped at my door and said, uh, you don't have any perfume on, do you? And I said, no. Do you, you have any hairspray on? No, I don't have any hairspray on. Okay, you don't have any essential oils on? No, I don't have any essential oils. Um, okay, so I can come in. Is your, is your clothing cotton? Yes, my clothing is cotton. And then she looked at my chair and she said, I can't, I can't sit on that chair. I said, okay. Now, in a regular office, the person would be rolling their eyes and showing them the door. In a biological office, they understand these people are sick and they're trying to find some place where they can get help. So what I did was ask her what she could sit on. She could sit on aluminum foil, believe it or not. So I got some aluminum foil and I wrapped the chair in aluminum foil so that she was comfortable. And then we wrote those directions down and found a dentist for her. And that's exactly what they did. You wouldn't believe the hoops that have to be jumped through in a biological office. And again, it requires more time in a traditional office. The dental assistant doesn't usually know the materials. They don't know what kind of glue goes with what kind of composite. They they don't know a lot about the materials. They know how to clean a room. They know the names of the instruments. They know how to take a blood pressure. They know what instrument to hand the doctor in what order. In a biological office, these girls know a lot more because they have gone through some of the training that the dentists have gone through. So again, that means Closing down the office, getting airfare, hotels, and educating your staff. That cost has to get passed on to someone. So no, your insurance is going to find the cheapest way possible. In my office, and of course I don't do dentistry, I'm a doctor of integrative medicine, insurance doesn't pay for anything that I do, whether it's thermography or meridian stress assessment uh, review of the labs, nothing that I do, which is a shock to a lot of people, but more and more people care enough about their health. They're willing to pay out of pocket and get better care done than what insurance, your insurance doesn't care about your health. Well, it's interesting too. And I bet you the day that that lady came in and you had to wrap the chair with aluminum foil, I bet you they had the best television reception in the waiting room that they'd ever had before. (laughs) Am I right? Okay. Uh, Dr. Dawn had mentioned earlier, you nice people that write to us via email, and we really appreciate that. You can get in touch with us at drdawn.net, D-R-D-A-W-N, at D-R-D-A-W-N.net. That's through Dr. Dawn's website or through the IABDM website. We can get your emails there as well. Um, she mentioned nice people. I'm more skeptical. You all might be rotten out there. I have no idea. It doesn't matter. Uh, one thing that I did want to touch on, and this came to us in another email indirectly, uh, our organization, the IABDM, International Academy of Biological Dentistry and Medicine. Our motto is that we redefine the leading edge. 
Redefining the Leading Edge, which spoke to or speaks to what you were talking about earlier about this whole insurance bit and especially about everything that the doctors and all the office team members have to go through to make a biological dental office work. And it really is the cutting edge of dentistry. So that having been said, we're not the only ball game out there. Um, there are other organizations that are like-minded to the IABDM. Tell us about some of those. Let's give them a plug. Yes, yes, certainly. We have the International Academy of Oral Medical Toxicology, of which I am also a member. Um, they're a group that also believes that fluoride is toxic, and they also have a very similar protocol as far as how mercury should be removed in a safe way. I-A-O-M-T dot com, I believe, or dot org. Mm -hmm. You'll find them. And then uh, Tom McGuire's group, which is Mercury Safe Dentistry. And uh, he also subscribes to, you'll, you'll look at these protocols and you'll go, oh my God, they're all the same. They are very, very similar. There's only a few little tweaks of, of differences between what we consider mercury safe removal um, of these mercury amalgam fillings. And then we have another group called the Holistic Dental Association. You know, a lot of people will intertwine those terms. I see a holistic dentist. I see a biological dentist. For me, there's a, a real tight definition between them, but I don't want to argue with people. Uh, generally, a biological dentist will understand more than a, a holistic dentist about meridians and uh, energy medicine. But if you're looking for a dentist and you find one through one of these groups, the main thing is that you find someone who follows those protocols if you need to have amalgams removed and that you are networking with someone who can help protect your body during what the dentist can't do. You know, the dentist is not the one who's going to be providing the chelation or the pretox preparing your body for mercury removal. That will be another practitioner, whether that be a naturopath or a nurse practitioner, uh, osteopath, an MD, a chiropractor, naturopath. There, there's so many different people out there now who have better understanding of MTHFR, which is that methylene tetrahydrofolate reductase, which really makes a big difference in people's ability to methylate mercury. So as people get mercury from chewing, from drinking hot water, from brushing their teeth, from drinking anything cold that's acidic, they get into their body tissues and they can't get it out on their own. So great that they get their mercury fillings replaced, but they still have all this high levels of mercury in their body tissues. So a biological dentist will create this little network of people and make sure that you're protected from every angle possible. Yeah, and the Holistic Dental Association will give them a shout out. They celebrate 40 years next year. So congrats to them. Um, you mentioned mercury safe dentistry. We've also had email questions about, well, I go to the uh, internet and I see a bunch of dentists that advertise themselves. They're mercury free. So what's the difference between mercury safe and mercury free? Mercury free means that the dentist has made a personal choice not to place any more mercury fillings, which is a great place to start. But you don't know what's in his heart. You don't know if that person is choosing not to place any mercury fillings because he thinks they're ugly. 
Maybe he wants to make a little extra money because your insurance won't pay for the mercury filling and you have to pay out of pocket a little more for a white filling. So I don't know his reasoning for not doing mercury fillings, whereas mercury safe means that they follow all of that protocol that we have spelled out so many times. And again, hope that you get online and you look at that research for yourself and you want every step of that followed. This is the Tooth Body Connection, and we need to touch on, well, actually, we need to do more than touch. When we come back from break, we're going to talk about how your teeth interact with and interplay in your body. But before we go to break, a quick question. We had a question come in that says, I brush my teeth on a regular basis, but my gums still bleed. Now, my smart answer would have been quit using a wire brush, but... What's your quick answer to that? We've got about 30 seconds. Okay, well, if you're using the correct end of the toothbrush. And you, <laughs> okay. And you, and you <laughs> and are. And your wife hasn't dipped it in the toilet bowl. <laughs> and, and you're brushing to actually remove all the plaque. I would, I would encourage someone to stop using toothpaste temporarily and make sure that they can feel that their teeth are nice and slick. But often the answer is they're brushing and they're not flossing. And that makes such a huge difference. There's a great surface area of in between your teeth that you don't reach with a toothbrush. I don't care what kind of a toothbrush you use. I have my preferences as what kind of toothbrushes, but um, it, there isn't a toothbrush that can remove all of the plaque in between teeth. So that would be, I, I would want to ask that person more questions. And then if they are brushing and flossing and they're still bleeding, then maybe we need to do some lab work and see if there's something else going on. Okay, we'll be right back after this break. Much of the time, the illnesses that people feel are simply symptoms, and they mask the root cause of what the real health problem is. You can take back control of your own health, starting with Billionaire Healthcare. This program is hosted by Ashley Black and Dari Samia. Our program will introduce you to fascia, which is the knowledge of the living matrix. This bit of knowledge can bring you the health secrets that only the rich and famous have known until now. Listen Mondays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. What causes us to be sick? We're not talking about the actual illness or the scientific cause of illnesses. We're talking about your body and health. Listen for the healing whisper of Return to Peace. Each week, host Dr. Marianne Chase shows you how to listen to your heart to identify poor health, stress, and disease. You'll learn how to heal energetically and spiritually as well as physically. It's time to depend less on the drugs and more on the heart. The Healing Whisper airs live every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. If you hear a dog barking or an angel singing, then you know that you are listening to Waking Up in America. Heard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific Time, Valerie Kirkard and all of her friends will bring you powerful and humorous discussions that raise thoughts and give you insight on how to live your life to its fullest potential. Adventure is always a must on Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific. You are listening to the Tooth Body Connection. To reach the show today, please call 1 866 472 5792. Again, that's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to Dr. Don at drdon.net. 
That's drdawn at drdawn.net. Now, back to the Tooth Body Connection. Hi, trusty sidekick Toby here along with Dr. Don Ewing. The Tooth Body Connection. We just finished with talking to Dr. Don about a uh, an email question where I brush my teeth but my gums still bleed. She gave a great explanation. Before we get into the deep stuff, here's another one that cracked me up. I have a pimple above my tooth and it tastes bad. Okay. So, <laughs> yes, I saw- first off, do any pimples anywhere taste good? Well, I can't say that I've ever tasted one. Okay. But, All right. But I saw that email too. Okay. And, and actually, I knew exactly what they were talking about. Um, if you have a tooth abscess, you have this in- incredible pressure, and this pressure builds up to a point where it actually pops like a little volcano. And so oftentimes, right above the gum of the tooth, pretty high up or low down if it's a, a bottom tooth, you will see an area that vents. And the best description that people give is, I have a pimple. And and so what happens is, have you ever had a pimple on your forehead right above like your eyebrow and oh my god you start pushing on it because the pressure of it being that nobody can even see it yet but you're dying because the pressure under the skin is so great that's what happens with somebody who has a toothache and when it vents oftentimes the pressure release relieves some of the pain for that tooth and it's amazing to me i'll take an x-ray on somebody and i'll see that there's a frank abscess and i'll say oh my gosh you have a toothache? Oh, I did. That doesn't bother me anymore. Okay, then you know that that tooth is venting a lot. And that taste that they are tasting is pus that's coming out. So a lot of times you can just simply stick your finger in there and kind of push near the pimple and you'll get a whole oozing of pus. You go to your dentist or you call them and say, I have a toothache, you know, I'm out of town or whatever the the instance is, and they may call you in a prescription of antibiotics. And the illusion you have is, oh, well, all the pain's gone now, so now there's nothing wrong. I don't need to go in to see the dentist, only to have it remanifest, and you end up with a toothache again. And so then the dental office usually would tell you, look, you really do need to come in this time. We're not going to give you another prescription of antibiotics until we take a look at it. There is nothing that will take care of that. I mean, you, you've missed your window of opportunity. I'm major into prevention. I want you to brush your teeth, floss them, do things that are healthy for your teeth, get involved in using xylitol and bathe those teeth. We want to do everything we can to reduce decay because once the tooth is abscessed, there isn't anything. I have people that call me or email me. My dentist tells me I need to have a root canal. I don't want to do that. I said, okay, then you need to have the tooth extracted. Oh, no, I don't want to do that either. There has to be another option. No, no, you have missed your window of opportunity. If you're looking at a squirrel outside and the squirrel is dead, there is nothing that's (laughs) going to bring that squirrel back to life. (laughs) Best chance is to bury it instead of having a a novice uh, taxidermy it and try to bring it in the house. And then you wonder why your house smells because you had someone who couldn't get all the flesh out of that that squirrel. So I'm not really into taxidermying teeth either, which is the other option. Tell you what we're going to do. We are going to save root canals and that kind of thing 
to the final break. Okay. But I like the fact that you mentioned about pus in the mouth and stuff, because if you're listening to us in the mountain time zone live, this is your lunchtime. So <laughs> that should be very appealing to you. I mentioned before the break, we were going to talk about energy medicine, the energetic connection between the tooth and the body, because this is the tooth body connection. Uh, our organization is the IABDM, IABDM.org. These questions, these email questions are coming to us through drdawn.net, D-R-D-A-W-N, at drdawn.net. And we invite you, of course, to email us at any time. Okay, so a series of questions. For instance, what is a meridian? I don't understand a tooth being connected to an organ. What is the tooth body connection? What is all the stuff I'm hearing about energetics in the teeth in the body? Doc, take it away. Okay, um, the, the first question. I, what is a meridian? The, Start there. Yeah, the meridian is a, an invisible. Please, it's not imaginary. It's an invisible pathway in the body where electricity travels. And so the body is connected by these different meridians. You know, the Chinese found this out years ago when arrows were shot into somebody and they had a malady and believe it or not, they healed from the injury from the arrow being shot into them, but they also improved from whatever malady they had. So they found that very interesting and they started plotting out these different acupuncture points. And then the Germans took up the Chinese acupuncture and they went a step beyond that. Dr. Voll, Dr. Reinhold Voll, then started finding the connection of the teeth to the different organs. Now, we have old wives' tales, and everyone has heard about someone's eye tooth. I'd give my eye tooth for that. They know which tooth it is. It's the cuspid. And if you actually look at the meridian chart, you will see that that cuspid is, in fact, related to the eye. It's also related to the liver and the gallbladder. In the, sorry, in the United States, what tooth number is that? Um, well, 6, 11, 20. Oh, we stumped her. Yeah, 21 and 27. She's pointing to her mouth. 6 and 11 are on the top. 21 and 27 are on the bottom. Yes. For those of folks that listen in Europe, that's going to be different. The the teeth are numbered differently there. Okay, go ahead. If you go to my uh, website, there's a chart there. Certainly, I have a book, Let the Tooth Be Known, and you can download that by ebook for very nominal fee, and you can see that charting system. Or if you go to my website, I've got a section in there where you can just go tooth by tooth and, you know, find out what's on each one of those teeth. So it should be relatively easy to find that information. But for me, you know, I started off very conventional in a in the dental arena and uh, I did tests on fluoride and I thought fluoride was good and I thought only hippies you know didn't want fluoride in their water and that they must be smoking dope and they were crazy and I had no concept that there was actually a problem with that I thought that uh, mercury fillings were a suitable alternative for having a you know a filling done if you had decay in a tooth. I I just didn't know. I I believed everything that I was taught in school. And it wasn't until I really started getting out of dentistry and into medicine that I started 
really getting involved with the world of prevention. Uh, you know, in dentistry, prevention is here, use fluoride and brush and floss. In the world of medicine, prevention is exercise, eat your vegetables, don't eat so much sugar. And, and then I found out that prevention was more than that. Prevention was turning a handle so that a baby can't reach up and grab a hot scalding pan and flip water over on themselves. I found out that prevention was, uh, you know, having someone spot you while you're on a ladder so that you don't fall. It got me very interested in the world of alternative things because I got turned on to nutrition, which turned me into the world of uh, naturopathy, which then turned me into the world of integrative medicine. So by the time I was looking at everything, I was forced to come back into dentistry because a good portion of people's problem, I, I would look at their blood work and I would look at their blood sugar levels and I'd say, this is crazy. This person's eating a good diet and their blood sugar's off the wall. What is going on here? And then I'd look in their mouth and I'd see that they had an active infection. We'd get that active infection taken care of and boom, their blood sugar would go in line. So I got forced to start looking at this from a different perspective. And when I did that, one of my thesis then was on this tooth-body connection. I mean, I couldn't even believe it. It's nothing you learn in school, but I was subjected to just doing intakes on people. Let me look at your x-ray, fill out this questionnaire. Let me see what teeth you have root canal. Let me see which teeth you have that have infection. Let me see which teeth are missing and possibly have a cavitation. And let me correlate this with all of the information from what your complaints are. And it was astonishing. So much so that when I was presenting my thesis, I had people that wanted to leave so that they could go get their dental work done. And I had to say, wait, got the hang tight here. I haven't even gotten to the best part because you, you can get it done and you think it's in your best interest. But if you don't have it done by somebody who knows what they're doing, you could actually raise your mercury level. So it could be in some instances that I'm telling people, you need to leave your mercury fillings in place. You are too sick to even be able to get them taken out right now. So some of those teeth being on those different meridians like uh, a tooth maybe being on a meridian for a pancreas and double whammy, they've got a root canal on there and it's infected. You get it taken out, get the site cleaned out, and this person's blood sugar not only goes back into line, their hemoglobin A1C goes below four, they end up coming off of their glucophage. Because that's anecdotal to tell you that, but what I see over and over again is there is this super tight connection. So I wish I had a crystal ball. I wish I could promise everyone perfect health by getting their teeth taken care of. All I can tell you is that there are burdens, major burdens in your mouth that once you get them addressed, God made this perfect piece of equipment, perfect Man hasn't even figured out how to do everything that God has done when it comes to putting a human together. You know, you can be walking down a street, stub your toe, talking on a telephone, chewing a piece of gum, cut your toe, and your clotting cascade starts so that you can take care of that bleed. That's amazing. Man can't do that. So when we burden our body it can't work like it's supposed to. And the mouth is a really, really common burden. These 
heavy metal toxicities, these root canals that completely disconnect the body, infections from things like amoebas in the mouth or parasites that we find that are in the mouth that are interfering with someone's digestion. Your mouth can interfere with up to 80% of your health problems. So it just becomes critical that we look at not only the mouth, but what tooth is involved. So (laughs) now we're going to leave you hanging. Do not click that mouse because when we come back, I have a question for you, Dr. Dawn, I want you to think about. Have you seen people cured with biological dentistry? We'll be right back. You want to have the highest quality of life possible, and you want to live as healthy a life as possible, so you can do everything you want to do. But there are all kinds of myths with regard to what's right, what's healthy, and what is best. Debunk that misinformation by tuning into Shattering the Status Quo with Dr. Michael Quast. You should be able to make your own choices with your health and your life, and you should be well informed to make those choices. Tune in every Wednesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. All around the outermost rim of the shield, he set the mighty stream of the river Oceanus. Creating Achilles' shield in Homer's The Iliad, Book 18. Rachel Carson in The Sea Around Us said, All at last return to the sea, to Oceanus, the ocean river, like the ever-flowing stream of time, the beginning and the end. Moyer's Environmental Dialogues with Dr. Rob Moyer offers lively dialogue and revealing narrative inquiry into how individuals are overcoming obstacles and creating a greener and blue planet Earth. Tune in Wednesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Green Talk Network. Do you feel that you aren't at your best when it comes to your personal health? Even if your doctor gives you a clean bill of health and says everything is in working order, perhaps you aren't feeling at the top of your game. Dr. Rebecca Risk overcame pain and fatigue despite all tests to the contrary. Learn how she put her health back on track and how you can too on Falling Through the Cracks. Live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to the Tooth Body Connection. To reach the show today, please call 1 866 472 5792. Again, that's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to Dr. Dawn at drdawn.net. That's drdawn at drdawn.net. Now, back to the Tooth Body Connection. Toby, the trusty sidekick, back with you along with Dr. Don Ewing, drdawn.net, D-R-D-A-W-N.net, to see her website, and the IABDM, International Academy of Biological Dentistry and Medicine, IABDM.org. You can get information there. Before we left you, <laughs> Dr. Don was talking about the Tooth Body Connection, which is the name of the show, and I left her with this Vexing question, Dr. Dawn, have you seen people cured as a result of biological dentistry? I have. That's actually what keeps me going. I mean, I wish that every person that comes in that has stage four cancer, rheumatoid arthritis, um, can't move a hip, 
And I wish that I could promise them that taking care of their mouth would absolutely be the definitive answer. But it has been my experience, anecdotally again, and for those of you that don't know, anecdotally means things that I've seen that I, you know, is not in a peer-reviewed journal. It's a story based on what I've seen in my office. I've seen people that have come in that have been blind, have a tooth taken out, and have instant vision in that eye. Now, that is amazing. I've seen people who have been in a wheelchair for years get their mercury fillings taken out, get their root canals taken out, cavitations cleaned up, only to have the uh, therapist that's been working with them say, what in the world did you guys do? Because now they're out of the wheelchair and they're able to walk on their own with a walker only months later to be walking in the office on their own. I've had people with severe candida issues that have had to move out of their home out into a tent because they're so sensitive, they can't be around any smells whatsoever. They get their mercury fillings taken out. They clean up their body from heavy metals, and the candida level seems to go down to a more manageable level, and they come in, and they look fantastic. Define it, candida? A, a candida is a normal microflora. That's, it's a yeast. It's a fungal infection, and it gets out of whack when mercury levels get high or you have food allergies or you have... Um, abusive antibiotics. So if you're one of those people that we were talking about earlier where you have a toothache and you just keep calling for more antibiotics, then you're not doing yourself any favors as far as your candida. And so it causes some other problems. But What other cool things have you seen With as far as, as healing? Uh, I, I think that some of the most rewarding are the people that come in and they're hopeless. They have been diagnosed with something as horrible as stage three, stage four cancer of whatever. And, um, and you, you can't give them false hope. You just can't. But to see them come back in a year or two later, um, we've seen people with, I remember a gentleman that had a PSA of over 700, for those of you that know, it's a spro- prostate-specific antigen that is not supposed to be over four. That's usually a sign that there's cancer or, or benign hypertrophy. But when it's 700, usually it's cancer. To have several root canal teeth taken out that were on the exact meridian for the prostate. Now, I want to clarify that. Four teeth that were all on the same meridian taken out. And two years later, that, that gentleman was t- doing great. You know, that's astonishing. He should have been dead in a month. It's, you know, was it the only thing they did? I don't know in every case. I would assume that they're also working with a physician, that they're doing some chelation, that they're changing their diet. At least, goodness, I hope so. I hope they're becoming more alkaline. But dentistry impacts your your body that much. And sometimes it becomes a complete energetic block. When we're talking about those root canals and you have a portion of your body that is disconnected. I always get back to the analogy of a lamp. You put it on the desk, you plug it in, you turn it on. If the light bulb comes on, you know you've got energy coming through the home, up the outlet, through the wiring, to the light bulb, and everything works. If I unplug it from the wall and I get an X-Acto knife and I trim open the cord and I cut out an inch of the wiring, I plug it back in, I will never get that light to light back up. Because electricity can't jump the gap of where there's no wiring. It just can't. So dentistry is the only place that chooses to taxidermy something and leave it in play and just say, oh, you're going to be okay. And yet I find that there has never, 
to my knowledge, never been a tooth that's been removed, that's root canaled, that has been sterile, ever. Yet now we've got DNA testing that can be done that shows us there's even botulinum in some of these teeth. I mean, horrible bacteria that we're finding in some of these. That means that that compromises your immune system. Your immune system is being wasted on this bacteria in this root canal. Even if we could clean up that bacteria that's in there, get back to our lamp. I don't care whether the lamp cord is is sitting in stachybotra or whether it's sitting in dog poop. (laughs) It doesn't matter about the bacteria being there. Even if this area is sterile in between there, I can't get the lamp to turn back on. I have to have an electrician come in and actually splice that wiring back together, which in this instance means removing the tooth. So when someone... And I know this was one of our emails, and we're not going to be able to get to all the email questions. I'm so sorry, but, you know, I get, I've gotten two where someone said, I have a root canal, and I want the root canal taken out. What does that mean? You know, if you don't understand what a root canal is, I'm going to encourage you to go to my website, drdawn.net. In the center, there is a button of a person that's very colorful. To the right of that, it says Learning Center. There's a drop-down menu that will come down, and it says Podcasts and Videos. Please watch that. It gives incredible detail how a root canal is done and what that means so that you can better understand everything about a root canal. That's informed consent is to understand everything that's going on. There is no way to remove the root canal without removing the entire tooth and the dead bone that's around it. So I'm so sorry that you have this perception that, oh, I can just get the root canal tooth taken, get the root canal taken out and the tooth will still be there. It doesn't happen that way. Everything has to be taken out. But When that happens and all the dead bone is removed, the body instantly reconnects. So I I try to explain that to people because it can be such a burden. You know, in Europe, you guys that have alternative clinics over in Europe, they don't start cancer treatment on people until their root canal teeth are taken out, their mouth is cleaned up of cavitations, and the mercury fillings are removed. It's only here in the United States that we neglect that and jump into trying to force the body into doing things. We want to encourage the body to be able to have a strong immune system instead of wiping it out. Okay. Give me a moment here, dear dear listeners, while I help the dear doctor down off of her soapbox and back into her chair. You can see how passionate she is about root canals, uh, mercury amalgams, energy medicine, an absolute passion for this stuff. Dr. Ewing, my dear, take a big deep breath. We have about a minute and a half left. Uh, Tell us about shows that we've recorded in the past. I think we have about 12 that are online. Um, Some of the topics that we want people to listen to. And give us an idea about what's going to be coming up in future shows. Yes, we've done some really cool shows. Tried to give you a variety of things on children, um, on fluoride, the meridian, certainly on root canals and cavitations and what to look for in a biological office. Um, 
options for looking at things besides CPAP, like uh, using a DNA appliance instead. And when you hear something off of a show, if you have a question, feel free to email me. Please, Toby's told you the email address a million times. Use that. In the future, I'm, I'm going to do some shows on ozone in, in dentistry and um, more about bite because bite is just super important. And I'd like to even branch out from there and talk about some of the mercury separators required in in dental offices so that you know it's not just me making up this stuff. Really, really appreciate listeners' emails, and thank you so much for some of the kind feedback that we've gotten. And we're going to have some visiting dentists come in from the Philippines, going to be guests on our future show. So on behalf of Dr. Don, Dr. Don Ewing, thank you so much, net. And the IABDM.org. We wish you a fabulous day and can't wait for you to join us again. Bye bye now. Thank you again for tuning in to the Tooth Body Connection. Please join your host, Dr. Don Ewing, again next Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We'll talk again about a healthy mouth and a healthy body next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.